Hey guys, welcome back to Contest Prep University. I'm Joe Klimzeski with Adam Atkinson. We're in episode four of our series on aggressive peaking. And we're going to talk about just how to manage. We went through three really good scenarios in those first three episodes, Adam. So let's talk about some of those decision points when we are monitoring a client day in and day out, two, three times a day sometimes. And, and we, we're just looking for certain things to make those decisions. And this is where we have to emphasize to be a good coach or a client with a good coach, making your coach even better, giving them the tools that they need. There just has to be a lot of data, a lot of consistency, a lot of communication, and, and you're looking for the same things. You're giving the right dialogue and descriptions. So um, as we've talked about, Adam, we're looking for weight because that's usually a symptom of glycogen and, and water and that's all in the context of we know whether we are increasing or de decreasing calories and carbs, and we know what we're doing with energy expenditure through cardio and training. But what else are you looking for as you kind of flow through that week? You mentioned, I thought brilliantly earlier, that there are timestamps. You're kind of looking for certain things at certain points of that week. So what are some of those guardrails you're trying to identify? Yeah, well... When I'm looking at those timestamps, I typically do three photos a day for my clients. So one first thing in the morning, and basically I know they're going to be their tightest there. They've had all night to digest their food. However, they're going to be very flat because they've had no water. And then I'll do a midday, which is, you know, possibly around show time, uh, maybe a little later, maybe a little earlier, depending on the show. Um, that, you know, really kind of depends on water amount, how much water they've had in. But I do like clients to let me know, you know, how much they're drinking a day. So we're kind of monitoring that. And then end of day, I'm kind of looking for how much spillover do we have? Is it too much where I don't think they're going to dip down to being super tight again in the morning? Or am I trying to create more spillover so then they have time to assimilate that food and maybe wake up a little fuller in the morning, um, you know, without having any water or really any spillover, just muscular fullness. So uh, this is where you really develop your eye with your clients. And it's just amazing how different it is for each person, um, overdoing this for, you know, years. It's just amazing. It's still to this day, it's just interesting what you see with each person. Well, I'll give you one example of that, because as you said, it's not just different for each person. It's different for each person each time. So our, our clients have the same general physiology and body type and all that, but different contexts, different year, um, you know, th their diet approach may have been different. You can't always just say, oh, I have figured you out, client A, you are this type of, of body and, and you your body does best with this kind of peaking. So we'll always do that. That's That gets you in the ballpark, but you still have to treat it like a new series of, of symptoms and progressions uh, for, for every, every contest. And mm -hmm. I, I do have a great story of a client that just, just truly did get irreparably flat at one point a couple of years ago at a, at a big show. And, you know, we were both very disappointed. And so then that, that's been in the back of our mind to guard against that. And just knowing that that's a possibility for this person, he's probably not going to be somebody who spills over 
you know, we just can always keep on guard and we're looking for that. So any dip in the scale and so forth, we're going to be looking for that. But I have plenty of clients who are on the other end of that continuum. And as we talked about in the very first episode of the series, sometimes you have to just refrain from getting too aggressive and really push for that extra tightness. But, but you're right. You're just looking not just every day. A good coach is going to look multiple times a day. Yeah. I had an interesting case with a client where I had peaked her last year. She was second at nationals basically all year long. So she just missed her pro card by one point. And then we went into universe and we were four pounds lighter. You would assume she would be leaner, but she was not. So, you know, we, we kind of did uh, what we talked about in episode one or two here, where we had grinded her down, I think until about Wednesday. And then we started filling her up and she just wasn't tight enough in the glutes. And it was really fascinating to me with being four pounds lighter so that night, um, she got 10th, by the way, we, I said, I want you to eat like a, a nice meal. And I want to see photos because maybe I just need to be more aggressive on your peak. I would think you would be lean enough. And she did. And she looked worse the next day. So maybe your digestive system's more clear than it was last peak. There's something that's causing that weight difference. Maybe it's a technological error, but um, we got ready for Masters Nationals, came in leaner, she got third. So we're kind of back in that striking distance again. So that can show you how much variance can happen per person, per peak. Yeah, I think if if coach and client both look at this as, you know, I'm going to compete X amount of times in the next few years, and I'm really trying to figure this out. Uh, you know, there's going to be outliers here and there, you know, something that just really happened super great or not so well. And those aren't the norm, but every time you're creating these data points per your approach and the outcomes and your learning and that whole data grouping is, is what you need to look for. That's your target. And of course you want to thread the needle to be your best every time, but shooting for your best every time is sometimes going to have, as you said, that type of variant. So we're going we're gonna to talk in the next and final episode about how to clean all this up on contest day. You've gone through the prep, you've gone through uh, peak week, and now when you get to contest day, how do you really make sure you've left nothing on the table? We'll see you next time in Contest Prep University.